Everybody, welcome back. This is uh, episode five of the Nonsense Podcast. Today, we're joined by Julian LaFace, and he is from a lovely band called League MVP. They just put out a new single called Sorry Not Sorry. Um, he's also pretty good friends with Adam, who's also joining me today as well. I yo, can't yo. even stand that kid. Who, who is he? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. We've kissed. We, we, you got to like me somewhat. No, I, I mean, I, I, I think I more than like you. <laughs> All right. Sweet deal. <laughs> that's great so julian thank you so much for joining us how's everything good man good can't complain i appreciate you for having us i mean everything's crazy i mean we with everything that's going on in you know the world right now and then on top of it you know trying to push out all this new stuff that we got going on it's just i guess we couldn't ask for a better time since we're home but at the same time it's like uh do i really need to should i be doing this right now or should i be being more productive you know like but, exactly. It, I, mean, I think there's going to be a big creative resurgence that happens out of, you know, us being stuck inside for two months. Yeah, dude, I could. I mean, it, it's crazy. I was thinking about this last night. I was actually watching um, this interview with the guy, the singer from Bowling for Soup. Uh, it was just another group. They did an interview and I was just like watching what he's having to say. And he made a really good point saying that, like, after this, it's like everybody is going to be looking for something to do. All the bands that had tours canceled and were planning tours anyways. Everything is the music industry might be one of the 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 markets I guess that you say would actually do well after this. Every bars are going to be pushing drink specials. You know everybody's going to be trying to get people out to shows. So it's like right now is the perfect time for everybody to use that to to build up their arsenal. You know. Well, exactly. I was talking about that the other day actually. Was when my mom and I, my mom was asking me. She goes, "What do you get, what do you think is going to happen to the music industry when all this is uh, over?" And that's, it's kind of what I. It's actually interesting to hear that. It's kind of what I was saying. Is I kind of feel like that. You know, people, there's going to be a resurgence because the thing that people are noticing, too, is the simple thing is missed. So, obviously, we're a little bit different, but, you know, you go to a Saturday night and there's a guy playing an acoustic guitar in the corner of the bar. You know, that guy's going to get more love now than I think he did before because people are missing stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and I mean, it's not even just that. It's like it's like people want something to do. So people who might not normally go to a show or haven't been gone to it, going to shows recently, you know, they might be like, all right, well, I haven't had the chance to do this. I've taken this for granted. You know, I better get back into this kind of thing. Right. Right. It's all about getting out. So, Julian, you guys have been pretty busy. I know leading up to this whole quarantine thing, but um, I saw you guys dropped a bunch of singles in December and then also you just obviously released uh, Sorry Not Sorry very recently. Yeah, so in December, you know, one, we've been working on this for probably about a year and a half now. You know, we shot the video for Sorry Not Sorry about a year ago. Um, at that same time, we shot two other videos that will will be released soon, you know. Oh, that's um, exciting. Yeah, so I mean, but in December, we were just sitting around. We were like, you know, we had all of those covers. I mean, those songs that we put out in December, a lot of people, you know, we're a new band to a lot of people. It's been four years you know our, our fan base has changed dramatically like those people that were into us that were 16 then you know it's been four years they're 20 now you know are those people still into the same stuff so i mean we're trying to take this you know as if we've never been a band you know we're trying to to create a new league mvp if that makes sense yeah it, it definitely makes sense and uh, i think that's a great way to look at it too because you're right you know you know you guys you put out 22 geez i mean that's got to be what 2015, was 2016, that, I think. 2015, yeah, I mean, 2016. Yeah. That was before Broadside was even really Broadside, you know. That, like, I think that was like right when they put out Old Bones. Yeah, that was their first, you know, right when they got signed to Victory. You know, it was, it was so different then, you know. And now we come back, and it, it 
in a, in a way, pop punk hasn't changed, but at the same time, it is completely different than it was back then for us. You know, I mean, n- nobody is, seems to be going, you know, the upbeat, energetic pop punk route anymore. You know, there's not many, many bands that are doing that. Everybody's, you know, getting more into the emo, you know, sad boy, alt rock <laughs> thing, you know, and I mean, to each their own, you know, but to us, I mean, that's why we figured, you know, this is the perfect time, you know, nobody no there's a lacking of that right now we feel so we're trying to fill that gap and that's what we listen to you know we personally me i felt i kind of fell off on pop punk when it started switching to that i mean i've always stuck to my same you know few bands but uh, i i haven't really checked out too much new pop punk because it's it seems to be you know all going in that new direction where it's right it, it's not a beat it's not you know i i hate to use the term sad boy but that's that's what it is it's like it's slower, more melodic, you know, and it's not bad. Like I said, I love a lot of bands like that, but like, look at Neck Deep's new song, look at Story So Far, you know, those are not the same bands they were four years ago. Right. I mean, Neck Deep, Neck Deep and Story So Far, I mean, those are two perfect examples. I mean, they're completely different than what they were. Whereas Neck Deep's got that, you know, more poppier and almost... Uh... It's like the only way I could really describe that is like British, they sound British now. Like they sound, yeah. they sound yeah. like a UK pop rock band, kind of. But it works for them. They sound great, you know. But like, look at State Champs; they're still at the same grind, you know. And that, that's one of the few bands that I've stuck with because they still bring back that that vibe. That to me, that's what pop punk is. Like, yeah, right. they just did that song with Simple Plan, dude. That, that was a great song. That that song is great. I mean, if you like that song or anybody who's listening like that song, make sure to follow our follow our you know social media. You might we might put out something you might want to hear soon. Oh shit! Is that a <laughs> That's, that's a little bit of foreshadowing you're giving us there. A little bit, you know. I mean, like I said, <laughs> we have we have songs. We've got covers. We're sitting on. We've got all kinds of stuff ready to go. That actually leads me to a question I wanted to ask you. I was I was coming home and I was listening to Perfect, your cover of Perfect, and two things I wanted to say. One, I love the I love it, and one of the main reasons I love it is because, especially when that chorus hits, the way that Joey's singing it, it's got like. You know, it's a it's a popular song that everybody knows, but it also too like it makes me think of City Lights. Yeah, no, because it, it it's a really good mix of you know something that people are familiar with, and I thought that was really great for that cover. And yeah, I mean, it, it, like for me, I mean, I think the reason that that cover did so well is because that song was originally you know a slower song, and then we put our our little twist on it, you know, and it, 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 that cover did very well. You know, that that opened us up a lot. You know, it got us on the radio. It did it did a lot of stuff for us. You know, and then it's a shame that. You know, right when all that was happening, it was kind of in our decline, you know, back then. You know, that's when things kind of started falling apart, you know. Well, you've been, you you always, in every band you've done, you've done covers. You did the Halsey one when you were, uh, dude, when you were doing Light It Up. And, and I mean, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this again, dude. The, the dude from Bowling for Soup hit it on the nail. It's like, you, you, there's every band out there should be doing covers, man. It's like, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer to me. It's like, you're putting yourself out there trying to capture somebody else's fan and, just, and as long as you do it well and do the song justice people are gonna love it they like oh every band out there now is doing these covers i mean it's it's so popular and it's because now you don't have to worry about royalties you don't have to worry about any of that you make the song your way however you want to do it you put it out to your distro and they handle who paying you know the original person they everybody gets their cut and it's so easy for the artists you know it's it's such a great way for bands to get new fans for sure Absolutely. Um, Julian, I had a question about you guys. Um, well, at least the first published piece of work that you guys have on um, Spotify, your song with Ollie Baxter, 22. Um, I actually, the first time I learned of him was, um, besides Broadside, but was his song that he did, Late Bloomer, with We Were Sharks. So 
that guy's everywhere, and obviously because he's extremely talented. So what was it like working with him? Dude, it was it was like it was one of those things. Like I was sitting at home one day, you know, that's we were jamming him them super hard at the time. Old Bones was like our thing, you know. That was that's a very that's like we draw a ton of inspiration from that record. Um, but like we were just sitting there jamming, and one day I was like, you know what? I don't use Twitter, but that's how these young people are talking to people. And I've seen, you know, celebrities and other artists, you know, reach back out to people over Twitter, you know? So I was like, I'm about to tweet him. And I tweeted him. was like, Hey, you want to hop on this song? He sent us a message and it went from there. Like it was, it was literally the most easy process ever. We sent him the song. <laughs> he, we were like, you know, what? you have free reign. You kind of do what you want to do with it. And he, he decided to do the bridge and a little bit of the last chorus. And we got it back and we were just like, Holy crap. You know, it was like, one no one take said and done you know um it actually we had a bunch of video we were supposed to put out a, a lyric video for that back in the day with all this montage footage um and he actually filmed his session of him doing it because he recorded it down in virginia um he filmed his session but the, the with the release the video wasn't going to be rendered in time and all kinds of nonsense like that so the video got scrapped so it was like maybe we'll end up releasing that now or maybe somebody will get to see some of that video you know who knows i think that'd be fun uh, you know it that song could have been somebody's first introduction to you guys if they hadn't seen you on the road prior to that. So yeah, that's, that's always cool. Like having to, you know, re uh, I guess, you know, upbringing these, these uh, old songs or like old pieces of work that you guys have. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, a little more for like that, that to me, you know, when we put out that song, we were so young. I mean, I've been doing this for a while. I'm not young, but like as a band, we were so young. Like we, I've learned, I mean, I'm sure, Adam, I'm sure you could say the same thing. Every project that you've done, you learn something and you're like, man, if I would have only done something different back then, you know? Oh, for sure. So for like, sure. I mean, why now we're using that is like, all right, I went and did light it up. You know, they kind of, Joey kind of did his own thing and I went and learned a bunch more. And now we're back at it. And we're like, man, if we could have done things differently, you know, that song was never like released with a video or tried to be pushed on Spotify. We never promoted it. We didn't know who we were doing, you know, like. It, we didn't take that side into it. You know, it was like, all right, it's music. Let's put it out. It wasn't like, all right, now we're a little bit older. We have a little bit more responsibilities. We're going to treat this more as if it's a business. Granted, it's still music and we're still playing with our best friends. Hence the reason four years later, you know, we're still kicking it with the same dudes, you know, but I mean, it's, it, it's, it's business. And I mean, we've had how many conversations out of about it? We, oh, you know, I mean, that's my thing. Like, you, you, you were, you were, you were around through a lot of one for the Braves days from my place, pizza, the Stacey's basement to uh, Amityville music hall. And uh, I mean, we were, we had a, uh, we spoke with the the guys from real talk last week and we were talking about the same thing. And it's, I, uh, we look, I look back at one for the Braves and you asked me what went wrong is we had no idea what we were doing. We were making up as we went along and now we're to a point <laughs> We're looking back at what we did wrong and what we should have been doing, and we're doing it better. Yeah, and I mean, you guys are kind of in the same situation. You know, it's you and Avery. You know, now it's me, Joey, and Brian. That's it. You know, it's we were a five-piece before. We just cut it down to us three. You know, we don't plan on finding new members. I know you guys got a whole new band. It's like, it's like I look at your pictures now. It's like I still think of it as one for the brave, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's you and Avery, but I'm just like – man, they look really different. And then I'm like, no, it's <laughs> not one for the brave anymore. <laughs> right. No, it's – it's it's definitely like you know as I have to say one of the biggest struggles I had when we were starting this new things I wanted to keep that name so much because I that name like I I came up with the name I loved it it was a great name but I was like you know what it was just one of those things and uh, it goes back to what we were talking about with growing it was time to rebrand unfortunately yeah, that, that was something that we we were battling you know we were like do we change our name you know do we change our style like, dude I can we have 
we have VPs in style, so many other styles because when we were taking this time, you know, we were we were experimenting. We weren't set on, you know, being a pop punk band, you know, and then we we went and did a couple EPs. Like I said, we have one EP that's like, you know, that dad rock post hardcore kind of thing. And then we got some, you know, stuff that's like that top 40 EDM mix with, you know, rock. But it's like we, we got into that and then, you know, we were into it. We were digging it. And then all of a sudden we pulled out an old demo, like one of these old songs. And we were like, oh, crap, you know, this song's good. And this song's only a year old. And we were just like, it just got pushed to the back burner, you know. So it was like, all right, we need to do this. We need to go back to what is us. You know, that that's League MVP. That's us. That's, we're, we're, we're a pop punk band as much as I don't want to call us a pop punk band. But we are, you know, that's to me. Pop punk is like such a one of the genres that like if you're labeled a pop punk band, that's what you are. And like it's a hard name. Yeah, you don't have a choice, dude. Like, you, if you label yourself as a pop punk band, if you try and branch out, there's not many bands that succeed in that in the pop punk world. You know, like, look at Bring Me the Horizon. They were able to pull that off, you know. But, like, uh, tell me one pop punk band that started as a pop punk band and now they're something different. I mean, other than, you know, Fallout Boy and this, that, and the other. But it, it doesn't happen successfully often, you know. Right. Yeah, and it's all about, I feel like, where you've set yourself in terms of expectations from the beginning, if you open it up to being like a little bit more hardcore, which a lot of those bands have taken that route, like you can move in that direction. Like, I feel like that's what four years strong did. Yeah. Cause they sure. got, you know, yeah. A little bit heavier of a sound as they matured. Yeah. And, and that um, new record that's some of those songs are heavy, dude. Like, yeah, exactly. I, it was like, it was like a metal album. The first listen. Well, no, I, in my case too, like, you know, I grew up a punk. I grew up skate punk. And I think, I think actually Julian, one of my favorite quotes that you've ever said to me was uh, when you were doing light it up, Gina had that wireless mic. And I think I made a joke about getting one. I think you told me you'd break it. Cause I was too punk for that. Yeah. No, <laughs> I could never see you with that. That's not you, you know, like, you, right. And, and, and like, that's another thing is there's so many different kinds of bands out there. Like there's, there's bands out there that, you know, you guys are, you guys are those raw, that raw band, you know, you've always been that that's, that's you, you know, like you guys kill it that way, you know, but I feel like for us, if we were to try and pull that off, you know, like we're on that borderline pop mainstream feel, you know, with the samples and we try and bring that stuff in. So it's like if we didn't have that in our live show, we would not be us. Right. It's but like so you guys have always had that like rawness. There's no way you could sing with a wireless. Like I would get mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly that. You actually, I remember I was like, oh, but. See, my philosophy was like, dude, I can move so much with that. I could do, I go be there, be here. But that's like, like the same thing. That's like saying, let's put Lauren with Shark Tube with a wireless mic. Right. And I, I totally, and it was like, to me afterwards, when you said that, I thought about it, I was like, ah, oh, I gotta get where he's going. So, but that actually is like another thing. Cause you've always, I have to say, and you've, all, you've always, every band you've done, you've always had a great stage presence and a great look. And that's one thing I've always commended you guys for is you've always looked good and you've always had great presence. That's like, I, I don't know. I learned when I was young, you know, like, I mean, when it was 2008, you know, I was, I like got in my first band that was signed, you know, we were, we were on Victory Records. We had a label support, I guess we had management, you know, we were at that time, it was so different than it is now, you know, our management told us what to do. Our management ran everything, you know, nowadays, like fans don't have managers unless they need a manager, you know, like back then it was like, all right, you're signed, you have a manager, you do what he tells you to do. You know, so it's like I oh he always told us, you know, we had a brand for that band. And it's like, here is your brand. This is you all the time. I don't care if you dress a certain way outside of what you're doing, you know, but when we're out doing things as a band, we're, this is our brand. You know, we are more than just like a, a, a 
local, I, I don't know, like a, a band that is just trying to be a garage band, I guess that's the best way to say it. You know, it's like your image is a big part in like how people like how people look at you. If you're scrolling down through Facebook and you see this band that's very stylish and very put together and like this, that and the other, that's something more you're going to click on than this band that's looking all sloppy and messy. And this is even before the music comes in. You know, it's like you've got to you've got to get people in before they even get a chance to hear your music. You've got to have something that catches people's eye and is like, oh, I could see this, you know. Right. Absolutely. And I noticed you guys branded your Instagram, at least with, um, you know, from what I saw with you guys have a color that you stick to. That's genius. And, you know, a lot of the successful bands that I know or who I've least known, you know, since they've been you know, younger and have moved up with their musical career have had that. You got to have something that you can tack on to your face, you know? And see, and this, uh, is, this is the first time that I think that I've actually understood that, you know? Like, I, I, I've known that in the past, but I've never really executed it this time, you know? Like, I, I, we have a whole team, you know? It's not just us, you know? Back then, I used to try to take everything on on my own, you know? It's like, th- bands need a team to, like, flourish, you know? Not every band is going to have people that are strong at doing something that can do everything, you know? And even if they are, it may not be the best route for your band to take that, you know, like you, you want to have somebody's outside opinion everywhere, you know, that's, that's. Yeah. You can't like hyper centralize decisions because it's going to come down to one person instead of the, you know, the three or the five people that you have in your band. Yeah. See, like, like our team is, it's like us three are the main, you know, people who contribute, you know, to the band on the daily basis, you know, and then we've got our producer who lives in Ohio, who we did all this stuff with. We did all this stuff, you know, at my house, bounced things back and forth, made it all work that way. Um, and then we have, you know, our guy who does our video, who lives in New Haven, who's our best friend. You know, he handles all of our videos, stuff like that. Um, our photographer, Emily, who Adam knows, she's been with me, you know, with us for the last couple of years. And she handles all of our photos. You know, we have a guy who does everything for the branding. We have a guy who does all of our ad work, you know, so it's like, that allows us to only focus on the creative aspect. And in the same sense, we fight way less. This is the least I've ever like argued as a band. Like bands are going to argue about everything, but like here it's like, all right, we all kind of know our roles and it's as long as everybody, you know, contributes the way that they're supposed to be contributing. We're never going to have an issue, you know? Right. That's great. Yeah. You want to, you want to take it, you know, make it not personal. Yeah. Everybody needs a job. Like it's, everybody is good at something. And it's like the minute that somebody starts getting upset because they don't think that somebody thinks they're good at it, that's what it causes issues. So as everybody stays at what they're good at, then you're never going to have that problem. Exactly. And what bands are good at is making music. You know, we are not hired uh, creatives to make, you know, ads and stuff. Like that is not a forte. They could do it, you know, and power to them, you know, as long as they're doing it well, but you know, don't fear to reach out to people and get those people to help you because there's so many people out there that like are dying to work with bands and this, that, and the other. And it's all about just building those relationships, building a team around you. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people might hesitate on that because they may like feel they're selling themselves out or whatnot. What you're actually doing is you're getting hired professionals who have industry experience to do this for you. It's like the best thing you could possibly do. Yeah, it's like, that's, I mean, the word sellout is such a like, I mean, the only way that I could, like, I always refer, like if somebody's calling somebody a sellout, that's just because they're jealous that they didn't make it there. Like there's no, like, 
I don't think bands are out there just like, oh, you know what? We're going to change styles to completely yeah. different just so we can make money. Bands don't really flip it that hard. You know, if they were sellouts, that to me is a sellout. If you're like taking you guys and you guys as a band and then tomorrow you release a record that's metalcore and, you know, you're headbanging this, that, and the other because that's what's in. That would be selling out to me because you're trying to hop on a trend. As long as you're being real to exactly. yourself, it's not selling out. Like bands get like, oh, no, I'm not going to sell out. no. Your your band your job is to entertain and whatever you have to do to entertain and provide people enjoyment that's what you should be doing. And if you, if you not- ask the right questions of these people too, you know you you will find someone out there who has. It's it's not that they have they they can find a way to take the vision that you have in your head that you can't bring fruition and make it happen. You don't have exactly. You know if the guy if you talk to five people and four of the five say they want to take you in this direction you don't want to go, but the guy the fifth guy is like yeah I'll do what you want to do I'll do it your way. You know, he's he's a guy saying, yeah, I'll work with you and we'll make it work. You know, you don't have to go with the four of the people who aren't going where you want to go. You, it's, yeah. It's... yeah, I mean, that's that's like the biggest, like, you got to put people that are on your same plane, you know, like, you people can, like, anybody, there's always going to be people out there that are going to try and take your money and go, you know, and that's an unfortunate thing about the industry, you know, it's hard. But yeah, you, when you build genuine relationships with these people, you see that, like, all right, it, before you even take that step of business, talk to these people, learn, like, get to know them, like, See if you guys vibe because if you don't vibe, you're not going to be able to work together. Exactly. Like, and that's one of the biggest reasons we're a three piece. Like, we have drummer, we have a drummer that plays with us, you know, and we have we have guitar players that'll play with us. But it's like for us, it's like for, it, the main decision making process of the band doesn't need outside minds. We all have the same vision. So, why, like, anytime that we bring somebody else in or try to bring somebody else in, that's when they don't they don't have the same look and vision of it. So that's when it becomes difficult, and that's when tensions come up. You know. Right. Right. Well, Ryan also is like the easiest going human being. I miss him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Ryan's like, Ryan is the most chill. Dude, he's been my best friend since I moved here. We've been best friends for five years. Like, I, I can't tell you any time that like me and Ryan have like got into an argument like that. Or he's like, yeah, I mean, we've got little tissues over bad stuff. But it's like, I can't tell you a time that I've been like, dude, that guy's such a dickhead. Like, fuck him. <laughs> no, like, it's not Ryan. You, like, yeah, no, you, you, you and Ryan always remind me a lot of, of, of mine and Avery's dynamic, which I always thought yeah, was dude, great. Yeah, dude, the same thing. Dude, I met Ryan on Craigslist, bro. Like, back, <laughs> I showed up to try out for his band that he was doing vocals for. And I, like, just started jamming some songs that I had written. And they ended up just dropping their whole sound and, like, playing my style or whatever. And then we ended up just going. We played him a lot of hardcore band together. And then we went and did pop punk. And we, that's where we've been. Yep. And I, I, I met you, I think, at the pizza place, actually. I think you hit me up. No, I met you at the space. I think yeah, actually. we played with you guys at the space, and then after that is when we came to Poughkeepsie. Yep, and then the re- the rest was pretty much history from there. Dude, I used to, I I still like, I loved coming to Poughkeepsie. Dude, those shows were always fun. Like, I I was talking, I don't remember who I saw or where this was, but some I, we were playing a show where we were doing something, and somebody came up to us and was like, "Oh yeah, you know." Remember that time in Poughkeepsie when there was a pillow fight during that band set that you guys played? <laughs> and I was like, oh my, yeah, that was wild, dude. Like, people were throwing couch cushions and, like, moshing with cushions. And, like, dude, it was crazy. That was a, that was a great night. That yeah. was, a, that was played a, that night? It was actually during a One for the Brave set. We were, we were covering, <laughs> actually, 70 times 7. I, I have the video, Aaron. I can send it to you. But, yeah, uh, I need to see that. Who else played? That was Bad Case. It was us. I think it was you guys, us, Bad Case. Oh, that um, life on the sideline. That was the other one. Yeah, and then I think there was that other band, uh, Alliteration. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, that was it. Was a great. It was a great show. It was a great night. And it was uh, 
I think it was right before we did seventy times seven. We covered seventy times seven. Somebody threw all the couch cushions in, and right as we started, there's that intro to seventy times seven, and everybody just went nuts on a pillow fight. Yeah, that I, that cover was so good. Do you guys cover that still? Uh, no, we're actually up in the air about what we're doing with the cover. We tried to, uh, we tried doing the space between by um, uh, Valencia, but it hasn't worked. We has, hasn't worked out the way we want. So we're trying to, we're kind of figuring it out as we go along. <laughs> we played it live, but like no one really knows that song. Yeah, because nobody's like old. That lost generation. Yeah, we're old, dude. Like, we're... yeah, I know. <laughs> well, like, the other thing too is like kind of like back to what we were saying before about you know, one thing I think a lot of bands need to do too is. It's picking your fights, you know. Like we, we, we were all talking. Aaron, Aaron knows where I'm going with this. You know, him and him and Nick and Eddie were all very. They want to do a Blink One Eight Two cover, and fuck yes. I, I, whether you like them or not, I'm very anti Blink covers. That's just me personally. And yeah, I, me too, dude. It's they're just too played out for me. But I mean, that's kind of where I, that's that's kind of where I was going with it. But like you know, like they're right too. You know, anyone between the ages of 16 and 30 are going to know blank like that and it's yeah true it's true you know and i adam of and this is this actually played this with one for the braves adam of one for the braves would have said no i'm not doing it and that would have been the end of it but i i I thought about it and you know aaron will tell you i did argue a little bit but finally i just said to him i said listen guys you know this isn't it's a cover you know if we don't if it if we don't like it we don't have to do it you know and it's it's that it goes back to kind of like where we were going with the beginning with this uh with this chat here is so a lot of, a lot of bands. And one thing they miss is you need to treat, you, you need to grow and you also need to treat it like a business. And as a business aspect, it makes a lot of sense to a blank cover. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it totally does. Like uh, you're right. Every anytime you play it, it's going to go over well, you know, as long as you play it well, it's going to go over well. Right. You know, the, it goes back to the same thing with recording covers, playing covers live is just as good. You know, like somebody could be outside smoking a cigarette or doing something and they hear a song that's like that. <laughs> listen to or this that and the other and they're like oh i'm gonna go check they're putting that you cigarette know? right out and they're running yeah. down. they're like oh crap <laughs> showing the wristband at the door they're running up those stairs <laughs> <laughs> um hey julian we're coming up on time but i just wanted to make sure that we could get to what's on the horizon for league mvp it seems like you know to your point you guys have had this this big blowout as of recent you know with you guys coming back as a three-piece um, it really seems like you got a lot of momentum behind you. So what's next? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, content is king. We've got a lot of different content coming out. We've got remixes. We've got covers. We've got all kinds of stuff that we're excited to put out. You know, I mean, quarantine now is kind of going to make things interesting, you know, because we want to do everything right. We want to do videos for all of it. We want to do, you know, as much content for everything we can. So as soon as we can figure that out, you know, I mean, but that's that's long way coming. We've got, let's just say we've got three songs that'll be out within the next five months. Stoked to hear them. Yeah, so, I mean, we've got three songs and three videos, and then, I mean, we're just going to go from there. I mean, we're, we haven't even talked about playing shows. We, that that's, for right now, it's just we're trying to, you know, get out music and build a fan base before we're going to take it to the point of playing shows. We've had this conversation, Adam, you know, it's like yeah. for us, me being older, us all being older, you know, we can't take the risks that we used to take. I can't, we can't hop in a van and tour as much as we'd love to tour as much as I'd love to be like, Oh yeah, we plan on touring this year. We plan on, you know, doing all that. I mean, that I don't see that being in our cards. You know, we, we're going to we're gonna try and do some regional stuff. We're going to put out a lot of content, and then we'll see where it goes. That's kind of what we've been talking. We, you know, we, we talked about maybe doing, like, a seven-day or a week-long. But other than that, like, we, I mean, really, I think, I think Weekenders are the way to go. I think Weekenders are key. 
Yeah, I mean, we live in New England. We got it made. We could go three. We could play three shows in three different markets and only drive like five hours between all of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. South, you got three hour drives between major cities. There, it's not bad, but it gets a little more difficult. I mean, Texas, ten hours, fifteen hour drives. Oh. You know, like. But up here, we got it made. You know, I mean, especially. I mean, a great example. I could be from Boston to Hartford in two hours. Yeah, like for for us, we could play Connecticut, we could play New York, we could play Boston, and not be in the car for more than two hours at a time. Right. Like that's uh, we got it made up here. You know, you could play five shows in New York back to back and still not be in the you know across yeah, the whole exactly. State. <laughs> not have people be like, oh, what are they doing? You know, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, bands are doing that now. Bands are doing, like, Texas tours now and, like, Florida tours. They're just – they can knock them all out now. Yeah, I mean, I, I – Oh, yeah, man. There's a couple bands I've been seeing. They'll hit – you know, they'll hit, they'll hit like, Long Island. Then they'll hit the city. Then they'll hit, like, Albany. And then from Albany, they'll go Rochester. And then they'll hit, like, Plattsburgh. And they've, only, they've done five shows, different markets, and they're all still in New York. Yeah, yeah it's – you know, it's, it's a good time. You know, it, it's a good and bad time for us. You know, it's like – we'll see where this all goes. That's You know, that's all we can say is, you know, we'll – not just, you know, the, our music, but, you know, how the industry goes. You know, it, everything can go digital. Who knows? Right. Right, right. But hey, what do you guys, hey man, you guys you let us know, though, plans? if you want to you know, up. Just talk about me. What do you guys do? Oh, we, us, we, we don't do a lot. You know, I haven't even met this guy. He sounds cute, but I haven't met him yet. <laughs> One thing you need to know about Aaron is his calves are fantastic. I love it. Do you got hairy legs? They're pretty. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. I I'd say so. All right, you know, like I, like I, a we, we eight out of ten. Up, you know, as soon as this quarantine's down, you know. Julian, you 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 and Aaron would get along very well. You know how I am. I know how you work. You know, give you a little uh little background here on Julian and Aaron. Uh, we played a Halloween show at, at a house party he did, and between songs, he was pouring fireball down each and every one of our throats. That's how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> somebody, I mean, I guess somebody was not. We'll, we'll leave names out, but I mean, I made some dude go to the hospital. Yeah, we we did almost kill our guitarist at the time. <laughs> he was diabetic. He kept taking oh, the geez. shots. I don't. I mean, man, don't do that. <laughs> you, you gotta mix it, uh, your fireball with some tonic, right? Right. <laughs> and then every time I saw him after that, I'd be like, "Let's take a shot." He's like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." <laughs> <Yeah, no. laughs> Miss me with that? Yeah, he's like, "Get out of here." <laughs> I don't drink, dude. And but give me a put me around a bunch of dudes playing music, and I will get hammered. <laughs> I'm sitting at home. It's like I got a tons of liquor. I was like, oh, I went to the liquor store before the quarantine. I'm good. Nah, I haven't touched it. Nope. It, wow, that's a lot of restraint. I'm yeah. I mean, you're better. Adam, you're better you than me. You know me. I don't. <laughs> I'll just. I like to smoke. That's. <laughs> There we go. Legally, <laughs> legally, medical card, Connecticut, legally. I was gonna say That's we have we, we talking have, about. We hear we hear support legalness. Legal yeah. legal marijuana. <laughs> Adam just legal. drives over the border. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, hey, you know, like difference between New York, and Connecticut. In Connecticut, I can have an open beer in the passenger seat. In New York, I can't. So you know, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so you can ride a motorcycle without a helmet and a beer in hand. Yeah, is that what I'm hearing? Essentially, yes, you can. I mean, as long I, as you're not. I guess it. that would probably work as a passenger of a motorcycle. That, I would want to see yeah. that. You can you can live real dangerous. <laughs> that sounds fun. I got a little moped. I'm about to. Yeah, Brian, let's some, go for a summer's ride. coming. I did <laughs> see a, I did see a moped today. Oh Actually, in Connecticut, I saw a moped today that this guy fitted to look like an Easter bunny, and then he had no helmet on and bunny ears, and he was just ro- he was just riding around having a blast. That sounds- 
That sounds hey, very social distancing. You know, I, he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to look like the Easter Bunny and drive around. <laughs> yeah, it's social distancing because he's not allowed within 200 feet of a school. <laughs> I think that might be it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go talk to this guy. I mean, you... <laughs> no. Come here, so kid. He wants to give me an egg? Yeah. <laughs> I got a chocolate bunny for you. <laughs> Next thing you know, I chocolate bunny turns into, where'd my family go? <laughs> Where am I? This man does not look familiar. Are these handcuffs? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, last question. We so I don't know if Adam told you, Julian. Um, we do a beer of the week, and I know you said you weren't drinking during quarantine. But let's say this is a different time. You're at a show. What beer you want to shout out? Whatever's the cheapest. I mean, I, if if I'm in Rhode Island, definitely Narragansett. Oh, if I'm oh in, Gansett. If I'm in oh. Connecticut, PBR, High Life, you know. Dr- hey, drinking the High Life, living that. the low life. I've been drinking Coors Light this whole week. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> anything that's not an IPA. I, I'm not a fancy dude. I know, I know, Adam, you're in all those fancy beers. I'm drinking my Treehouse beer right now. <laughs> he is, yeah. Adam, Adam, what are you drinking? What is I got it? that I got that Treehouse Hurricane IPA right now. Scrape beer. All I can picture you with Adam is Rolling Rock. It's funny you said that because right after you said PBR is my show beer. Any any day of the week, if I really want to have a fun time at a show, I will always every time get me a Rolling Rock. Anytime we played shows together, whether it was like you said, Stacy's basement. Anytime here, oh, you need a beer? Oh yeah, I got a thirty pack of Rolling Rock. Yep. That, perfect. Yeah. Let's go. Green bottle. You can't go wrong. You can't. You can never go wrong with the Latrobe. Never. Oh, it's great. I mean, like I said, I will. I will do that. You hand me some dogfish, crazy backwoods hipster <laughs> beer. Uh, I don't know. It tastes like hops with a mixture of cinnamon and dirt. <laughs> all right. I ain't gonna drink it. I got you, man. We'll do. We'll do some shows together, and I will bring and supply all of the rock. Yeah, that, uh, that you're good. Then then we're good. You bring the rock, I'll bring the Patron, because, you know, I got a little older. Fireball is a little childish. Yeah, dear, you're singing to my heart right now. I got a Patron barrel in my basement. That's how much my that's family right. loves Patron. That's, that's, I've got my Patron. That's my. That's pretty much the only thing I've drank since then. I did drink some wine, though. I, I will get down on some Moscato or some Sangria. I'm, oh, you fancy. I'm getting a little, you know, I like I like a little bit classy. You know, a little, a little bit sweet. That's what. That's the way to be. It's got to do sweet and classy. It makes. I mean, anytime I drink wine or anything, it gets me feeling feeling some type of way. <laughs> I always forget that wine's eleven percent. So it's like, oh no, this is. I'm good. I can only drink three glasses. Three glasses at eleven percent is like five beers, and I, for me, I'm drunk at five beers. Like, I'm lightweight. <laughs> oh, yeah, rip roaring drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Get me five beers, and I'm like, huh. All right. Where well, this is Adam? this is this is it. This is the plan. Then we're gonna play some shows. Yeah. We're gonna get some Rolling Rock, get some Patron, maybe some wine in there. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have a good in a bottle of Moscato. We're gonna have a good time. Oh, oh god. We're gonna have a great time. Right. It will be fun, <laughs> dude. And that's the thing is like Joey is Joey. Joey hasn't been out there with us for a while. Like I'm excited to bring Joey back out and like see Joey Oakland. That's what we call him. We call him Joey Oakland when he, you know that's him. So I guess, would it be safe to say to look somewhere in the future for a uh, what makes sense league MVP show? Dude, for sure. We would always. You know, Fuck yeah. Always, you know, like I said, once, That'd be sick. once we start playing show any day, we will go there. You could come here. I mean, I don't even know if they do shows in Connecticut anymore, to be honest. I mean, I guess nowhere's doing shows right now, but. Uh, there's a 
who, do, who we were supposed to play at Cherry Street Station. You you let us know. We're booking at Cherry Street Station. We already had a show. That's literally going, like a we, mile from my house. We could add another person to the bill. Absolutely. Well, we aren't even there. We you know we are those fancy guys. We've got to get our lights figured out. You know we we, we can't. Hey, you said a mile down the road, right? Yeah, it's real close. I'll come regardless. Okay. Like, I mean, we okay. can grill at my house. I will be there. I mean, huh. me, me and Ryan both live right there. Our, our I mean, Connecticut, come and hang out. our Connecticut booking at the moment has been wherever. Say what you will, says to hit up. Yeah, I mean, dude, those love those guys. Love, I, love I was, them. I was just talking to them the other day. I was, I was talking to Shane, and I'm so glad that Chris is back. I love Chris. Yep. We did a tour with Lighted Up and them, and Chris was awesome. Like, love Chris. So, I mean, I'm stoked that you know. Get be able to play shows with those dudes. Again oh, for, for sure. sure. Whenever, yeah. whenever we're going to Connecticut, they're always the first people I hit up. I love them all. They're great. They're great people. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, I mean, Connecticut's got a couple sick, sick bands right now. Them Sunday mornings, really sick. We've been talking know? with them because they're actually supposed to play the Cherry Street show with us. Yeah, they're super sick. You know, half-hearted, different, you know, different style, but they're they're killing it right now. There's, you know, Connecticut's got a bunch of stuff going on right now, and it's like everybody seems to be a little bit different. So it's like everybody. We, I think that after this. We need to throw mixed genre shows and just get everybody together. Tugging at my heartstrings there. I'm down. Absolutely with that. do. Dude, that, that would like, it's what it used to be. Like metal bands, metalcore bands could play with pop punk bands that could play with like an acoustic person in the middle and everybody was down. Like, we need to do that. Like, I still to this day, and I know, I know we're getting close to time there, so I'll keep it short, but to this day, I will always say one of the best ever one for the bro, uh, brave, one for the brave show we ever played was all metal bands and us. And yeah, we sold more merch. People were super into it, and it was a great time. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, it's different. You know, I mean, you're great. It, it it has to make sense in some sort of fashion. You know, like, but I mean, not even. No, I mean, nowadays it's everything. We could throw SoundCloud rappers on there. Everybody could be at. Saves today's first ever tour with Bane. I mean, come on. <laughs> and they, don't doesn't, if you doesn't your band <laughs> have a rapper in it? Uh, our drummer Nick makes some rap beats, and he does he, he rapper and producer. He does have a little bit of rapping in him, I think. But he likes he's a uh, we've yet to get it out of him professionally, at least. <laughs> I got you. Uh, if you wanted if you want to do pop punk punk or you know hardcore, I got you there. But when it comes to the rapping and the pretty stuff, you want Nick? Yeah, no, I ain't doing that. I, I mean. I got Joey. He could do it. He could do it all. We I've seen Joey do it all, you know. So, but it's just like, what we'll the hook these two up? What we'll the hook up Joey and Nick? Right, Joey would kill it. Joey, Joey's been singing on, like working on some stuff like that, and that's why it's cool. You know, a lot of the stuff that we're working on with it be covers and this, that, the other. It's really cool to see like Joey sing in a completely different way that he would sing over our stuff. You know, it's like it, it's super cool to be able to bring in other elements. Like it's gonna be so funny because it's like. Out of these first three songs we're releasing with all like the covers and alternative versions that are going to be online and this, that, and the other, it's like we're not going to have a genre really because we're going to have different versions of everything. Like you can go to our soft page and you'll be able to find like a EDM dubstep remix. Then there'll be like an acoustic cover of a pop song, a full band cover of a song, and then there's our stuff. And it'll it'll be super cool, dude. I'm super excited to like be able to put music out again. You know, for sure. That's so sick. For sure. Hey, I mean, I can't I can't wait to hear it. You've already heard it. Don't lie to people. <laughs> You've heard pretty much it all. Fucking liar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Anytime I write something, I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll send this to Adam because he'll at least make me feel like it's good. Uh, I, I try to keep it a two-way street there. I sent, I sent you those roughs we did. <laughs> no, we always did. Yeah, but that's the thing is everybody's got to have that person. You know, you can't – because that goes back to the whole thing. It's like you can't be biased on your own stuff. Like 
I could write the song that's super shreddy because I'm a guitar player and be like, oh yeah, I love it. And then you listen to it and be like, this sounds stupid. Like you gotta have some, you gotta have those people that you could show stuff to and like get their feedback. Like it's a huge thing. Exactly. And you're, you're definitely at the top of my list. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a list anymore. It's, it's you, and it's, like, maybe my dog. You know, like, <laughs> we just I, – I, this social distancing is not really much of a change for me. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm pretty social distanced. I mean, we could get on the battlefield on Xbox, you know, and then we could be real close. But like, no. I am struggling hardcore. I'm an extrovert to the extreme, and I'm uh, – I miss things like going and just saying hi to someone for like five minutes, even though I don't know who you yeah, are. I mean, miss it. I, I, that makes sense for you, knowing you. That sounds about right. Like I, I think I've seen you. Like we were talking about, we're like, let's play Xbox, and then I've seen you online like twice, and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I that, that's I, I, I like my. That's what I do, dude. I work, and then I come home, and well, now I'm not working, so I've been just like chilling with my kids and my dogs. I'm playing Xbox like that new Call of Duty Battle Royale, sick, dude. You need to play it. You, you just, you just, you just described my girlfriend. So <laughs> that's her life. What? Works, plays, plays her video games, and uh, plays with the dogs. And does, yeah, and does roller derby. Dude, I, I haven't worked in two weeks, dude. It's blowing my mind. Like I, this is the longest I've had off of work in like six years, bro. Like, I haven't worked in two weeks, and it's like my work's still open. But like I got kids, I've got bigger things to worry about than like going to work. Like, right. Uh, I, I, I luckily my bosses are cool, you know, with that, and it's like I I can get by and I'll go back to work when things calm down. But you know, it's like I, I'm not risking my family's health over, you know, craziness right now. And I I mean I understand people have to. There are such a workers, and I really appreciate that, you know. But like for me, not in my cards, homie. I feel you. But God, you I, th- I think I think Aaron's. We're getting close to time here. We're, we should try to keep what? it thirty. Yeah, I know you told yeah. me you told me thirty minutes, but nothing. <laughs> no, no, we we say that because we know it's like forty five. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna add know, in man. here too. Like Julia and I have probably seen each other close to a year. Get yeah, out. dude, it's probably been no, it's probably been more. I think the last dude. time we really, really talked was uh, I was supposed to come skiing with you one day, and I, I admit, I totally bailed, and I forgot. <laughs> I still feel bad about that. No, no, I yeah. I, I saw it. It was probably like two years ago, but no, I we still. T- I don't even feel like it's been. He two slides years. it in there. It's like, yeah, it's been about two years, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've moved on. Yeah, well, I mean, I, obviously, you, I ripped your you, picture you, off my wall, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, you, know? you have a girlfriend now, and you know things will never be the same. But like, I always got places for you, Julian, and I, I, I will kiss you in front of my girlfriend. Don't, don't ever, don't ever the doubt last it. Time I saw you, we played in Brooklyn. That was the last time I saw you. Right, it. actually, Gold Sounds, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that was the last time I saw. No you. Yeah, 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 that's that's right. That was our last dance tour. That was the last ever lighted up show. I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. That was a fun show too. We that was actually our first show we ever played with George. Yeah, yeah. Dude, fucking George, dude. He was one of the first people I met here. George Jacob. Yeah, I, I forgot you did try out for them. We won't go there, it sounds like. But all right. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't hear you. Uh, you, you tried say? out for them at one point, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, me and Nick were talking. I was, like, talking to Nick. He was going to do some shit with me. I was going to do some shit with him. But it was just, like, distance never made it. I mean, he lives way the hell out there for me. It's, like, an hour and 20 minutes in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, Granby. And... Yeah, and grab me. Uh-uh. I'm, I ain't about that. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, we all live like Joe. I, Joe, he lives an hour from us, and he's a trooper, and he comes down here, you know, at least once a week usually. But no, now they for me. We always get lucky with Poughkeepsie. We live about, we're all, we're all about 40 minutes from Poughkeepsie. 
See, that's a hike, bro. I mean, I drink at practice and this, that, and the other. There's no way I'm driving. Have days. you been to my house? No, I'm sure you live in the middle of nowhere. 40 too. minutes might as well be 10. I hear his timer. He's like, shut up. We He's like, this is end. it. This is it, guys. Stop. He's like, I'm going to be quiet. Well, this, this is a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we are getting close to the time. And also, like, Julian, I want to have you back on because I know once everybody starts getting out and you guys start releasing more songs because it sounds like you have a complete arsenal right now of stuff to release. So I can't wait to hear that, and I want to definitely have you back on. Sure, always. So you know, I mean, let's it, arrange for that. It would be sick to Adam... get everybody on here, you know? I mean, uh, Yeah, get, get we just had a whole band on yesterday, so this, absolutely, man. This app makes it really easy. I mean, I, uh, there's three of us now. We only got two more. It's okay. Shout out to the Anchor hey, app. Hey, you know, Ryan, gonna... Ryan won't say a word. Ryan better so say I mean... something, because I, <laughs> I feel like it's been even longer since I've seen Ryan, and I saw him the exact same time I saw you. Right? No, I mean, dude, we have that, uh, we did this podcast a couple weeks ago, and Ryan, the dude was like, Ryan, are you going to talk? Like, <laughs> Ryan's like, I've said a couple stuff. <laughs> I was breathing into the mic. Yeah, like, I was cool. Like, like, we, 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 did, we did one, it was me and Avery, one of the second ones we did. I think Aaron's like, Avery, man, we got we to gotta hear more from you. <laughs> yeah. From a band, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't see Avery doing a podcast. Really though, he was really. He was really it. good at it. When he, when he, but I, I, I yeah, kind of. Yeah. You've you met both of us. You know how I went. I kind of took over. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, anyways, man, I really appreciate you coming. No, on. I appreciate you for having um, us on, dude. You know? This has been awesome, and you know, hopefully, we can connect for a show. Sometime. Dude, for sure. Even that, I mean, like I said, if you when you guys are in Wallingford, we will be there hanging out. I mean, is that like in a time period where it's possible, or it's not even? We're aiming for June, maybe July. Oh, so you're yeah, you guys are gonna reschedule that show that you guys already had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. perfect. yeah, dude, definitely, dude. I'll definitely be there then. For sure. Sweet, dude. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Be safe. Oh, yeah. You know, I hope everybody yeah. stays safe. And Julian, it's been great to talk to you, man. I miss you. You too, homie. I'll, I'll talk to you soon, sooner than later. For sure. All right, guys. All right. Thank you. Later, boys. Yeah. Stop pleasing my.